Nun Aleph, Amar Aleph. Today's shear is generously sponsored by Rabbi Yecheskel. Bezer Hashem and Shabbat Yitzchus. Le'ilu Nishmas. Rav Chanoich, Hanoch, Ben Gedalia, Zuchron Levracha. Tzedi, yeah? Uncle. His yard says today. Bezer Hashem and Shabbat Yitzchus. Eitzchayim, Hila, Machzikim, Ba. Oisher, Mitten Aleph. I know you share them with an ayin. No chazapur, I don't know if you need it. But still, it never hurts to get the extra bracha. Be'ezo Hashem, it should be yizchos. should be zoyche. Be'ezo Hashem, ta'ashirus. And bracha, and atzlocha, be'ezo Hashem. Bo'yech, yomim, toivim, amen. Amen. Rabbi Yisai, let's go with a gishmak. Tonu, Rabbonon. Rabbonon learned, Ezehu, meis. Shayesh loy rakov. There's a maridikadin. This Gemara we learned in the Mishnah that there's a concept called rakov, which is ratted mace when the mace rats. So which mace has rakov? Not every mace has rakov, like we'll see in a minute. Ma shenikvar mace shenikvar orum beorin shalshayish. First of all, the mace has to be buried. Orum can't be buried with clothing. Because of this clothing in the box, so then the rakov is coming from the clothing too. So we want the rakov to come only from the mace. So if the mace is nikvar orum in an orange shalshayish, an orange shalshayish also a a uh, a marble orange doesn't rot. Or or a stone floor also that doesn't rot. So basically, the rakov that you have here is coming only from the mace. Zel mace shiyesh rakov. This is a mace. That has rakov, because it's only the body. There's nothing else there. Nikvar biksusa. Let's say he got buried with his clothing. Barin shalates in an iron of wood. on him, or him, or on a floor of bricks. Zel shainle rakov. Since there's other ingredients mixed up in the rakov, because it could have come from the wood, could have come from the bricks, it could have come from. The, the clothing, therefore there's no rakav. Now really, if you think about it, why does a brick, apparently a brick dissolves, but a stone does not. What's the difference? A brick we see dissolves. Right? If, it's a, if it's a floor of bricks, it could dissolve, but a stone doesn't. The reason why a stone doesn't dissolve is because it's one shtick. Something that dissolves is something that's made up of pieces. The reason why a human being was nigzerol of Misa after the chatere tzadas is because there became a break between the neshama and the guf. There was a differentiation. By a brick, which is made up of a bunch of different pieces, it dissolves. A stone is one entity. When you have one entity, it doesn't break. It doesn't dissolve. Oh, Rabbi Sai, there's the bell. Today's real. Tayyar Lishma. Akeveitim comes on Shushan Empurim. But Shushan Purim too. Pezah Hashem Tesvav Adar Tavshin Pegimel. Be'ezah Hashem, we should be zeicha. We're already halfway through the month. We should be zeicha to take it. Be'ezah Hashem, all the way to the end. Be'ezah Hashem. Vayter, so the Gemara says, it's if you have a Ritzpah Shalomainim, there's no Rakov, because it's going to dissolve. Amar Ula. Ula says this follows. So we can say that's the first din of Rakov. It has to be only a mace. So basically, Rakov's not so negia, because most mace are buried with begadim. And the male, usually it's not a gap. We'll see about that in the Gemara. Amar Ula ain't Rakov, 
It has to have in the rock of Basar, Gidim, and Atomus. It can't just be one of them. If it's all three, then there's a concept of Rokov. It sounds like only Rokov that comes just from Basar is Tar. It sounds like if it comes from bones, it's Tameh. Even though there's no Basar there, there's only bones. So it's from Diak, because there's only if it comes from Basar, it's Tar. It sounds like if it comes from bones, it's Tameh. You see, you don't need all three. So the Mahim Mahachi, Rokov Abom and Abasar, Tahar, Achiyesh Etzem Babasar. What the Brysa means is, if you just have Basar, it's not good enough. You have to have an Etzem together with the Basar. Fatimar Halaki Gidim, there's no Gidim there, you have Etzem and Basar, you're missing Gidim. Satimar Yevshir, the Basar, the Atzames, Bilai Gidim. I'll tell you a rule. You'll never have Basar and Atzames together without Gidim. Gidim hold it together. Gidim hold the Basar and the Atzames together. It's fascinating when you have a Sefer Taira, there's a special din, it has to be sewn together with Gidim. When you, it's made up of a bunch of, right, a Sefer Taira is not straight, it's a bunch of pieces of cloth, and it's sewn together with Gidim. Gidim is something that holds the body together. Adavonair, Gidim holds the body together. Basar is one, Basar comes from the mother, Atzames come from the father, they're Bats and Mestira, the father and the mother are bats and opposites, and the Gidim hold the Basar and the Atzames of a person together. That's why the Gemara says, if you have Basar and Atzames, you obviously have Gidim also. Very interesting, Did If you bury two Mesim together, they become Galgalim. Galgalim is a fancy word to say that they become like these other things that are mixed in. We said before, Rokov has to be pure mace. If there's something else mixed in, there's no Rokov. So if you have two Mesim, so when something else is mixed in, it's called Galgalim. There's something else that's Megalgo, the Rokov. It's not just a mace. There's other ingredients in the Rokov. So if you have two Mesim buried together, even if everything's ice gehalted, there's no clothing, there's nothing else there. But since you have two Mesim, they're considered two different people. Well, they are two different people. And a Mela, there's no halach of Rokov. They become Galgalim for each other. And a Mela, there won't be halach of Rokov. Master of Nasan. Fract of Nasan, Rokov above Mishneh Mesim. Tame says clearly, a Rokov that comes from two Mesim is Tame. Why is it Tame? You just told me that they become Galgalim and they cancel each other out. What happened is, you had two separate mason, you buried them separately, then they both dissolved, and now you mix them together, that's fine, as long as when the rakov was produced, it was only from one mace, that's enough. And even though now you have rakov from two different mason, but you can mix them together to a shear of a mole tarvad, and that would be enough to um, to make a tumah of Malay Tarvad Rokov. Adavar, now you're right. Rabbi said we go out into the street and we ask our local Yid that doesn't like Tafyemi, ask him what's Rokov? What's Rokov? Brachas Dabez doesn't. Uh, by the way, our Brachas Yid came to me yesterday. He told me he's still chazing Brachas. Hashem, still chazing Brachas. But he doesn't know what Rokov is. Rokov is something you only know if you learn Nazir. Nazir is where the sugi of Rokov is. Rokov is a very fascinating. When Mashiach comes, they're going to ask you, where it's not going to be Nagea, because not going to be any Misa anymore, but they're going to ask you what Rokov is. Rokov is a rotted body only if it's one body and only if there's nothing else mixed into it. 
Amar de Kedin called Rokov. Amar Abarachan Goza, listen to this Gemara. Goza Sairai, let's see you cut off the maces here. They cover Imai, and he buried his here together with him. Nasa loy galgalim. It becomes galgalim, meaning the here makes a problem with the rakav. Now think about it. Not, a mace is buried with here on his head. He has here on his head. So even though when he dissolves, when he rots, or when he dissipates, his here also dissipates. But if it's attached to the head, then it's, it's considered rakav. Once you disconnect it and you have here buried together with the mace, then there's no rakav anymore because the here is separate. A dovernary, it has to be attached. If it's not attached, there's no rakav. Very interesting thing. If a person holds on, he's attached. That gives a person a chashiva to the body. The here is not chashiva to the body, but as long as it's there, as long as it's holding on, it's considered part of the body. Tanan also, kol shebemeis tamei. Listen to this. A good shayla for our brachas here Anything that's part of the mace is tamei. Chutz menashinayim. Let's say a tooth falls out of a mace. What's the halacha? Is a, ma- is a tooth of a mace tamei? The Gemara says not. I'll tell you where it's Nagaya. If this is for the Brachas Yidin, you'll ask the Brachas Yidin. The Gemara in the beginning of Brachas says that Rabbi Yechanan used to carry a bone of his tenth son in his pocket to be, to be Menachem Avelim. Rabbi Yechanan lost all his sons. So the place can ask how you let it, how you let it carry a bone in his pocket. So one Tarot says, doesn't really mean a bone, it means a tooth. He carried a tooth because the Gemara in Nazir says that a tooth of a mace is not Tameh. But that's interesting that for your brachas yudin, you'll ask them if a tooth, a tooth is tame, it's a gemara nazir, that's really a mishnah, that a tooth is not tame. Ve'asar, or if you cut off his ear, also it's not tame. Ve'atzipayrin, or a nail, also not tame. Uveshas chiburan kulant mehem. But if it's attached, they're all tame. So Pashi, see if this gemara two things. It depends what you attach yourself to. When something is attached to a dove or tame, he becomes Tameh. When somebody's attached to Dover Tar, he becomes Tar. So if someone asks me, ah, so if you come to learn Dafyaimi on Shushan Purim, when everybody else is puffing, or well, Misa, I had a huge Yitzhar this morning to just say, Zakazant, I was exhausted. Misa, I, 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 I was thinking yesterday, it's not fair. A chasin comes to his chasana. After 20 minutes, they allow him to sit down on a chair and they dance in front of him. A rav has to dance from 10 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. And if he has a shalom, even has a habit of sitting down, no, no, you have to drink, you have to drink. It's exhausting. It's much exhausting. I came at night. I was done. I understand how sick I was. Was I talking about you? <laughs> By that time, I was already dancing. By that time, I already woke up. Dalim forced me out of bed. I was pushing in bed. Dalim forced me out of bed, and we came down. And Baruch Hashem, very happy that I did. But for, sometimes a person gets caught up. You think you can't do something. Shushan Parim, six o'clock in the morning. It's not again. No Rabbi Yosef. Oh, part of the reason was because the base was there. Where were you holding? No, we're not going to make fun in front of public. But I, you came after Shki. It's ready. Ice Parim, Shushan Parim. Okay, but you have it. But I upon him. A person has to remember that there's nothing you cannot do, Rebbe Sian. If you want to do it, you can do it. You can come as Kiddush Shem Shemaim. We have 30 people here, Shushan Purim, 6 o'clock in the morning. Everybody has a lot better things to do in bed. But we came here and we realized that's what we're doing here. Someone that's Mechober to Kedusha has a din of Kedusha. Remember that. Mayrid Kedin. Boy Chizkiya. Sarai Ha'imid Ligaleach. Or let's say you have here that's long enough, it's time to take a haircut. Or it's a Pyrin. Ha'imid Ligazes. Atzi Pyrin is too long. You're going to trim it. My 
What's the halacha? Mi amrinan kalai midli gazes ki gazes dami. Do you say anything which is supposed to be cut off has a din of being cut off at a meila? It doesn't have a din of Thomas mace, even though it's technically connected to the mace, but since it's going to be cut off, it has a din of Thomas mace. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It will not have a din of Thomas mace because it's supposed to be cut off. Maybe you say no. It, right now it's attached. So even though it's technically not going to be cut off, the halach is right now it's attached. So maybe it does have a din of a mace. Let's make a diak from Rabbi Bochana said. Rabbi Bochana said if it's cut off, then it's not tamay. Maybe the only reason why it's tamay is because you trimmed it. But if you didn't trim it, it's not tamay. You see, even if it's very long, the halach is just not tamay. Which two people grow their lo- nails long? Anybody know? Which two people? Kayan. Kayan. His thumb. Because he needs a... Uh, I was yelling at one of the Kayanim yesterday, Bitzchuk. I told him we only have one Kayan. Oh, Amayel. Very good, Avilio. Amayel. Amayel and a Kayan. Those are two people that grow their... Oh, well, that's only for 30 days. But who has to keep... Who constantly keeps their nails long? A Kayan. Bitzchuk, I hope... I hope you keep one nail long already now for Mashiach. You have to already keep it. It's your right hand, only your right hand. Your right thumb, that's the only one you could use for Malika. Listen, Mashiach's going to come and everybody trim their nails. And if it's like a Kayan, had a moon and be a Mashiach, he's going to grow his nail long. So keep your nail a little bit longer. Oh, we're not going to discuss it. You have to use your right hand. You're a lefty? No, who said that? It's not so posh. It's Machlech Yishayin. He's a. Well, he, it's not an answer. The Gemara doesn't say it's a mum. It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah that a lefty is a mum. It's not clear. It's not clear. But Akapanim, grow your right, grow your right hand. A little bit, a little bit. When you trim on Erev Shabbos, sleeve your right nail a little bit longer, just to remind yourself that Mashiach is coming. A drop, a drop longer. Have, you also to You got to use your tongue, but yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see the Gemara like that. So Fred you see, only if it's cut off, but apparently if it's not cut off, so apparently even if it grows longer and it's not cut off, you see that it's considered part of the mace. This is what Rabbi Ochana meant to say. If you trimmed it off, it's considered galgalim, which means it's mevatel the rokav. If you didn't trim it off, you could clear if it's a long nail, if it's mavatal the rokov. Rokov habamin ha'ekev mahu. Rabbi Salal used to love this gemara. The gemara says an ekev has dead skin. The ekev is made up of dead skin. What about rokov that comes from the ekev? So that skin was already dead when the human being was alive. Rabbi Salal used to say ikvisa demeshicha is now, which means we live in a matziv that everybody has. Dead skin. Everybody feels dead. Everybody feels disconnected. That's part of Ikvus of the Mashiach. That's why Purim, which is Tchiyas HaMesim, is so important to give Chiyas. You have to think the most important thing, I forgot what I told this to yesterday, is to give, who was I telling this to? I was yelling at somebody. To give Chiyas. You have to give Chiyas. Everything else is wonderful. But a Yid needs Chiyas. We come from Ikvus of the Mashiach. We come from the Ekev, which is dead skin. And a Yid needs Chiyas. We have to be Mechai ourselves. We have to do Chiyas HaMesim. On ourselves, he used to quote this Gemara. The Gemara says, Rokov, Habam, and Ha'ikev. What's the halacha? You see, the Ha'ikev is dead skin. Ma, what's the halacha? 
Maybe Rokov is only from the whole mace. But if it comes from the Akev, which is dead, which is dead skin, so Mela, maybe that's not good enough because it's dead skin. Maybe even from the Akev is Rokov. Fear Shaila. Very interesting Shaila. Rokov that comes from two Mason, we said before, is Tame. If you're going to tell me that something that comes from the Akef is not going to be good enough. So now, okay, let's see. We, we said before that the case was you buried two Mason separately, they became Rokov, and then you mixed them together. So the Chayar, why don't you say that there's a little bit of Rokov in this in this body, and in the, in, uh, I'm sorry, Rokov of the Akev in this body, and a Mela, it shouldn't be Tame. If you're telling me Akev is, is, a, is a problem, so how could you have Rokov in that case? Tell us why we pick specifically that case. Tyson talks about it. But that case, from that case, that you see, the Rokov that comes from Akev is Tame. So my answer is no. Either of Kulemes. If the whole body rots and it started from the Akev, meaning the Akev is dead already, then uh, the Hachanami, you're right. Then Taka, there would be no Shiloh. The Shiloh is if only one Aver is Nirkav. So if the whole mace is Nirkav, the Gemara says that there we will say that there'll be Rakav even if there's an Akev involved. But if only one Aver, let's say only the foot dissolved, and there's an Akev, in the, every foot has an Akev, so maybe you would see, you would say, since it became more rotted because there's an Akev mixed into it, an Akev is dead already, so Mela rotted it quicker, that's what Tysus learns. So Mela there, maybe we'll say that the Rokov from the Akev will not be good enough, and that's the Gemara's Shailamai, Teku, the Gemara says Teku. So basically, if the whole body rots, it's good enough. It is. It would be considered rakav. If it's only the foot, then we clear if the akev will stare the rakav. What about a fetus in the mother's stomach? Have a Is that good? Let's say a mother rachmal son dies, and there's a fetus inside, and the body rats. Do we say kivon damar ober since an ober is considered a part of the mother, who it's considered part of the guf. It's not doesn't stare the rakov. Since the mice is going to come out, it's considered a separate entity, and a mela. It maybe it does stare the rakov. So is it considered part of the guf or is it not part of the guf? If you want to say an ober that's going to come out is considered separate. What's halacha if you have shichvazera in the mother's stomach? Me amrinan kivan dola yistzar. Since the ma'aseh wasn't formed yet, kigufadami. It's considered like a guf. It's like part of her guf. Aydimu kivan demiyama kasi loy kasi. Since the shichvazera came from somebody else, so it's a foreign object inside the guf. Why? Maybe you wouldn't say rakov and maybe that's also another shaila. Do you say rakov on shichvazera, which comes from out of the guf? Papa, Pirsha Mahu. Let's say she has perish inside her stomach. She has she has tsoya. Uh, What's the halacha? Kivan delay mikayim abedulay achla chiyuso. Since it's not shaykh that a person shouldn't produce perish 
So mela is considered chiyusa. It's considered part of the guf. And a mela, halacha is, it will, it will be considered rakav. So the parish came from food, which is something from the outside. So maybe it won't be considered rakav. Fear Shailam. Again, parish is it considered rakav? The meaning, does it stare the rakav? Does it, is it considered like a foreign entity? But, oh! What about the skin? What about his mucus? What's Allah with that? If you're going to tell me everything, all these foreign objects, stare the rakav, rakav de mitame, How is it possible for a person to ever have rakav? There's always tzoya in there. There's always, um, uh, uh, may, may, maybe uh, is not such a kasha, maybe the guy doesn't have a cold. But I can put him, tzaya, you'll always have. Here, you'll always have. Tzaya, the ashkia made the column. You gave him to drink, made the column, which flushes out a person's system. So you gave him, made the column to drink. So you got all the tzaya out. Visachia, nasha, and you smeared him with nasha, which is a kind of material that gets rid of the here. And you cook the body in Meitveria, which also gets rid of the roots of the hair. So because you get rid of all the hair, you get rid of all the tzaya, and a male, there's nothing left. And I guess the Gemara assumes that he doesn't have kicha v'nei. That the Gemara doesn't say clearly. But I guess the guy doesn't have a cold, or whatever it is. And a male, in that case, you'll have rakav. And so that's the case. That's the only case that the Gemara assumes you'll have rakav. And he has to be buried without tachrichim. It wouldn't be negated so much nowadays. A mace that you ground up is not considered rakov because this is not rakov. This is this is ground up mace. Because if you grind up the mace, that's not considered rakov because it's it's not rakov. It's not rotted. It's ground up. So that that uh, uh, little bits of mace it doesn't have a din of rakov. Let's say you ground up the mace and then you were miraculous. The let's say you ground up the mace and then you and then it rotted. After you ground it up, it rotted. So mela is if after you ground after you ground up the mace, it, it you rotted it and then and then the so the Gemara said before if you just ground it up, it's not considered rakav. What's halacha if you, if you first ground it up, but then it rotted. So now the mice should be rakav, because the mice now it's rotted. So the shayla is, what's the what's the Thomas Is the reason is because you have Basavigidim and Thomas. Now you have Basavigidim and Thomas. Maybe you need the way the Rabbanishlam created the body, a full body, and a you don't have it here. So maybe since it's ground up, maybe you don't have a full body. So it's take a good shayla. So if you have just grounded up the halachas, that's not considered rakhav, because it wasn't rotten. But if you ground it up and then it rotted, so that's the Gemara shayla, if you say rakhav or not, and the Gemara says take Tani ula barchanina, mace shechosar, ain't lay rakhav. A mace that's missing a piece is, there's no rakhav on it. There's no halachav rakhav if the mace is not complete. Veloi, to, huh? 
No, but that's if the mace is missing. If the mace is there and just part of the mace rotted, that's fine. If the mace is missing a piece that was left out of the kever, that's Ain Lerakov. So if you're missing a piece of the mace, it's Ain Lerakov. Veloy Tefusa. Tefusa is a very interesting thing. We'll see later that if you find a mace lying on the, lying on the ground, the halacha is you bury the mace and you take Tefusa, which is three tfachim of earth under the mace. You take it together with the mace. That's called Tefusa. It's a special din. We learn that of a Pasuk. We'll see it later. But a mace that is missing a piece of the mace doesn't have rakav, doesn't have the halacha of Tefusa, Veloy Shchunas Kvaris. Doesn't have a din of a shchunas kvaris, which means if you find three mason buried in in the in, in sink, they're buried in a normal way, so you have to be chayshish that this whole thing is a basic kvaris. And if you mark it off as a basic kvaris, you have to be baidik, we'll see exactly how you're baidik. But if you find three mason, that's called a shchunas kvaris. If you have a shchunas kvaris, the halach is the special dinim, how you have to be metarit. So, but if you have a mace that's chaser, so there's no rakov, there's no tfusa, and there's no shchunas kvars. We have a kasha. Over there, the Mishnah is discussing the difference between Aver Minachai and Aver Minhamais, or Kazayas, actually. A Kazayas that comes from a mace, and a Kazayas that comes from a live person. And the Gemara differentiates a Kazayas that comes from a live person is not Tomei. A kazayas that comes from a mace is tamay. And the bra- it's a Mishnah. And the Mishnah says that a mace has roiv, which means if you have roiv of the bones of a mace, you have roiva, if you have a, a quarter of a kav of the bones of a mace, or mole tarva drakov, which is what we're talking about. A spoonful of rakov is tamay. So the Mishnah says that a chai doesn't have roiv, doesn't have roiva, and doesn't have rakov. What's the shayla? Hey, chidami. What's the case by a chai? Obviously, the whole body didn't rot, because then the guy wouldn't be a chai. So obviously, there's one aver that rotted. To archive, chad aver. Obviously, we're talking about one aver of the chai that rotted, and we're saying by a chai, you don't say rokov. To kavasei, gabe meis. You see, so we're comparing that to a meis. Afilu chad aver, ikarokov. Chai, you see, even one aver, there's rokov, because we're comparing a meis to a chai. So the chayyah, you see, there's rakov, even by one aver. So the chayyah, you see, that a chaser could have rakov. So after my mikatani, hames, the, the mission doesn't say beforeish, hames has rakov, when it's chaser. The mission says like this, hakamashmalan shum mace, yesh lay rakov, shum chay ain't lay rakov. When a chay, let's say one aver, comes off, or whatever the case is, will never have rakov. A chay never has rakov. And a mace generally has rakov. You want to know if it's a chaser. If we'll have rakov or not, I don't know. That's not the point of the Mishnah. The point of the Mishnah is to differentiate between a chai and a mace. A chai will never have rakov, and a mace will usually or many times have rakov, but you have no raya. Could be if there's a chaser, the attacker won't be rakov. You have no raya to the shayla. Zatimar bai rava hirkiv kishu chai vechazer mace ma'ah. Let's say the body started rotting when the person was alive and then he died. What's that lacha? Maybe we only say Rakov wet that was Mirakiv when the guy was dead. Or do you say, even though it started <coughs> rotting when the guy was alive, now he's dead. So maybe that's good enough. That's the Shiloh. Do we say that a, a, a body that started rotting when the guy was alive, do you say Rakov or not? Same Mishnah again. 
Shilas if it rotted when the guy was alive. What does the Mishnah say? to a mace, A mace has the halachas of roiv, the halachas of roiva, and the halachas of molly tavad rakov. that doesn't have it. So what do you see from that Mishnah? Taima mishum chai. The only reason why it doesn't have it is because the guy is still alive. Ha mace yeish rakov. It sounds like if the guy would die, there would be rakov. The only reason why a chai doesn't have rakov is because he's still alive. But let's say he would die afterwards. It sounds like there would be rakov. So you see, uh, if a, if an aver started rotting when the guy was alive and then the guy died, you see, there's rakov. So the marmikatani hames. The mission doesn't say if the guy dies, there's rakov. How come The mission just means to show mace yeish rakov rakov. All the mission means is that every mace. Every mace has rakov, or almost every mace has rakov, and every chai does not have rakov. But Bikitzer, you have no raya regarding our shayla. So the maskanas Gemara, the Gemara has a bunch of shaylas regarding rakov, and the Gemara has no raya. If it's chaser, actually chaser, the Gemara says, doesn't have rakov, but a, um, a hirkav kishu chai, and then he died. The Gemara is not paishit, and the Gemara had a bunch of other shaylas regarding tzaya, regarding shechvazera, regarding uber, and those Shilas, the Gemara is not push it if that's considered a shtar for the Rokov.